welcome to the Good Fight Sports Podcast, your home for local sports here in the 574. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to part two of episode four. So um, this one is going to be the college and professional side of the sports world. Uh, We're going to jump right in. We're going to start right off uh, with the Notre Dame men's basketball team. Um, They're about the definition of South Bend Clay in football, uh, only in (laughs) basketball. Uh, So. Uh, they fell on the road to number four Virginia a couple of uh, about a week or so ago, I think. Um, 57-55. Mm-hmm. Dane Goodwin missed the game-winning three at the buzzer. Uh, leading scorer for Notre Dame in that game, leading scores were uh, Nate Lashevsky with 18 points. Uh, Goodwin had 12, and Marcus Hammond had 10. Fun fact about this. Virginia has lost their game since. Really? Yes. So they're on a downward spiral. They're on a downward spiral because they beat Notre Dame by two points. Um, then Notre Dame turns around and they lost to North Carolina uh, on Wednesday uh, at Purcell Pavilion, 63-59. to um, Notre Dame had the lead at halftime, 27 to 19 uh, and lost. Um, Cormac Ryan led the way for uh, Notre Dame with 14 points. Uh, Trey Wirtz added 13, and J.J. Starling had 10. And then last night, Notre Dame fell again on the road to Wake Forest, 66-58. Notre Dame had the lead uh, for a majority of the first half. And then collapsed. Um, led in scoring by then Allen Lubin, uh, their big one of their big men, uh, with 19 points, eight rebounds, and tr- uh, Cormac Ryan and Trey Wirtz uh, both had 12. Uh, Marcus Hammond and JJ Starling were both out of that game. Uh, I don't know why, but they were both out. Um, like it would really matter anyway. Right. Um, so. That leads to Notre Dame is now losers of seven straight games. Shocker. Yeah. Uh, they're 1-12 and 12 after beating Georgia Tech in overtime January 10th. Um, and they've lost 19 of 24. And they're 5-19 and 19 since starting the season 6-1. and one. Basketball is not looking like Notre Dame's uh, sport right now, Kenny. Yeah. Uh, I'm still on the I will go to a men's basketball. I can't go to a men's basketball game because there are no more home games. Well, there is one, actually. There is one home game left. Uh, I have the chance to go to it. Uh, If I I do, I'm probably going to take a paper bag, and I'm going to wear the paper bag and put it over my head. Like a Browns fan. Exactly. Um, This is the worst season I have ever seen. Uh, there is no try in this team. Mm-hmm. It's there's, just give up. There's no effort. There's no, there's no, there's no heart no, in the exactly, game. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and so now Notre Dame overall is 10 and 19, and they're 2 and 16 
uh, in conference play, uh, conference being the ACC or Atlantic Coast Conference. Mm-hmm. Um, so they they are done for. They are picked to finish 15th, I think, maybe 14th in the conference. And that's where that's their standing is going to be for the ACC tournament. So if they want to make it to the ACC championship, they've got to make four. They've got to win four games in f- four games in four days. Not gonna happen. No, no, because they're not even gonna win one game. Right, they're gonna lose all. Yeah, they're just gonna lose. Yeah. Uh, their remaining games um, are teams with a combined record of forty-two and sixteen. Yeah. Uh, they play at home against Pitt. Uh, Pitt is, Pittsburgh is twenty one and eight, and Pitt is just coming off a huge home win against Syracuse last night, uh, ninety nine to eighty two. And then they finish the season on the road against Clemson, and then Clemson just beat NC State on the road yesterday, ninety six to seventy one. Wow! So I'm looking at a loss against Pittsburgh and a loss against Clemson. What say you? I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree, Kenny. Okay. Y- you yeah. heard it here, folks. I agree with yeah. Kenny. Uh, Yeah. Um, the, uh, Notre Dame for sure is not making the NCAA tournament. Nope. Uh, they're not even making the NIT tournament. Nope. Uh, and they're not even making the lowly CBI tournament that no one even knows about but exists. Uh. To, to say the CBI tournament is the college basketball invitational. It is the um, dollar general version of the uh, NIT, and it's the uh, tournament that no Division One school wants to go to. So Notre Dame is not going to any postseason tournament mm-hmm. uh, besides the conference tournament because right. they have to. Right. Um, so they're they're done for. Um, Notre Dame's probably going to finish the season 10 and 21, which is quite sad. It is, honestly. Because I feel like they have so much potential, but they just they don't put in the work. Simple as that. Uh, yeah, for sure. I agree. Um, they only go seven players deep on their bench, mm-hmm. um, which normally, if you go seven players deep, you're not going to do very well. Uh, but Notre Dame has gotten away with it the past couple of years uh, only because they had uh, guys like the likes of Demetrius Jackson, Pat Connaughton, Jaron Grant, Steve Astoria, Zach August. Mm-hmm. All of those guys, they put in the work in the offseason, and that's what got them to uh, the 2014-15 season when Notre Dame made the run to the Elite Eight. Uh, and got cheated out of the game against Kentucky where they should have won. Right. And yes, that still pains me to say that Kentucky won that game because Kentucky was not the best team that game. No way. Notre Dame was. Yep. Um, and then the next year, they make a run to the Elite Eight again. Um, those were the two highlight years uh, for my era of Notre Dame basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to see them just tank yeah, like this is just flat-out ridiculous. The only high point 
in the years since um, the trips to the Elite Eight uh, was winning the Maui Invitational. Mm. Other than that, there's been no highlight. There's been only lowlights. Right. Um, and I guess the other highlight to come out of it is Mike Bray's done at Notre Dame at the end of the yeah. year. Uh, finally. Yeah. Um, but he's not done coaching uh, as per what he has said to reporters. He's just done. He's going to go and uh, burn down another team. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So he's going to be someone else's problem, not ours. BYU. <laughs> uh, maybe. Um, but he's forty-eight. He's 482 and 279 at Notre Dame. Uh, he surpassed uh, the legendary Richard Digger Phelps as the winningest Notre Dame men's basketball coach a few years ago. Um, and he's 581 and 330 overall. Um, mm. So I wish Mike Bray the best of luck. Uh, don't let the door hit you on the way out of Notre Dame because uh, you ruined this basketball team. And uh, Jack Swarbrick, you also have a hand to play in this as well. But that is it. I am done talking about Notre Dame because I can't take enough. NBA. We got some news to catch up on. A lot of old news to catch up on. And some new news to catch up on. So, um, we're going to start um, trade. Kevin Durant got traded to Phoenix from Brooklyn. And uh, you can't see it, everyone, but we've got RGB lights uh, in the podcast room, and I just changed them to orange because I uh, saw this was coming. So. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Uh, we had green uh, for Notre Dame, um, and now we're going orange. I, I like it. I like the vibe. Um, and Kyrie Irving. Uh, also got traded from the Brooklyn Brooklyn Nets. Uh, he's going to the Dallas Mavericks. Um, the lights conveniently changed to the color of each team. So the lights got changed to orange for the Phoenix Suns. Um, then they got changed to blue for the uh, Dallas Mavericks. Uh, and Russell Westbrook uh, looked like he was getting traded to the Utah Jazz. No, the Jazz signed him for $47 million. Uh, they both agreed to a buyout of his contract. Um, and Russell Westbrook has now signed with the Clippers. Oh, wait, no. Uh, for this year. Mm. Mm. They're red, by the way. <laughs> or white. Eh, we'll go red. Um, I was looking for, there's no black. Yeah, just, <laughs> just be dark. Just be off. Just turn it off. <laughs> um, but he signed for uh, the uh, pro, uh, prorated veteran minimum of seven hundred and eighty-four thousand nine hundred and fourteen. But he has wow. thirteen point two million left on his remaining contract for the season with the Jazz. So he's getting paid by the Jazz, but he's, he's not playing. Paid for the Jazz, he's not playing for the Jazz, and he's also getting played by the Clippers. So he's basically pulling a Ben Simmons, except he's not even on the team that he's getting paid by, mainly. Yes. So he's making right now. Uh, let's see, thirteen point two plus uh, seven eighty four. Uh, let's see, what was that? Nine fourteen. 
So he's making almost fourteen million. Wow. Um, so I th- I think the Clippers are going to be a good fit for him, and, and it started off pretty good. I I saw I think he had like fifteen seven seven fifteen to seventeen points, uh, in game one and like. Mm. 15 rebounds or something like that something something like that um he had a good first game with the clippers um and I, and I think it's going to be a good fit with uh Paul Paul George over there PG13 um, yeah I love that guy I've always liked him he's a good player right there I, I've always I've always liked the clippers more than the lakers um I've never really liked the lakers at all um Except for when I watched the uh, thirty for thirty series, mm. um, when they covered the um, Celtics Lakers rivalry back in the seventies and eighties, um, and you want to talk about a rivalry in professional sports? Uh, that that was a rivalry in professional sports. I mean, those right. those teams never liked each other hated each other and still to this day do not like each other. Yeah. Um and then finally for trades, um it's not really a trade, but Patrick Beverly, Pat mm. Bev, Patty signed, Bev signed a 1-year contract with the Bulls. You don't even have to change color cuz we're, we're still we're red, on red. Baby. Um and he signed for a con- uh 1-year $801,614 contract with the Bulls. Hmm. So they probably don't have much cap room or uh, Yeah, they don't ha- I, I don't mean, think they have a lot of cap room left, especially with um Lonzo Ball. Yeah. I think he's out for the rest of the year too yeah. with an injury. It hurts um, the knee injury, I think. I think so, yeah. I think a knee injury. Um and I think he's tried to come back before but he you just can't he came back too early and it yeah. kind of got rim yeah um uh so we'll stick in the nba here yeah um cuz all-star season happened what this last week yeah i think yeah, so yeah this last last week yeah the last week um so uh matt mcclung mac mcclung mm-hmm. won the dunk contest yeah um and he made in it, so i think he made $100,000, I think. I think, yeah. In that game. And he makes, I don't even think he makes a, a hundred, he makes 200000 with his contract where he plays right now in mm-hmm. the, with the G League. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he makes 200000 there. So he almost made his contract in the dunk contest. Yeah. Which is crazy. Just crazy. And yet... The sad thing is, G League players on average make more than WNBA players. That's a whole other thing. But to sum, to sum it up is, WNBA is terrible. no one watches the WNBA. That's why they can't make as much money because they don't get brand deals. They don't get anything. You know, if the WNBA, like Shaq proposed making the rim instead of 10 foot, 9 foot, because then women, like a lot more women, could dunk. Because you know, a lot of women can get up to nine feet. Yeah. They can't hit ten. There's a couple that can. Yeah. But that would make it a lot more interesting. Because one of the most interesting facts about basketball, especially professional, is seeing Giannis 
literally just obliterate someone in the post and yeah. dunking on them. Yeah. Like that's just that's that's so enjoyable. Yeah. yeah. Like I don't like LeBron, but when LeBron like does some really nice dunk, it's like that's that's interesting to watch. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, see now, see LeBron now is no, but LeBron Miami LeBron no no. Cleveland LeBron Cre- Cleveland LeBron Warriors versus that his first his first stint with the Cavaliers. That LeBron. That LeBron. Different I beast. He was. Oh my gosh. And he was, and he wasn't. He wasn't as like crazy as he is now. And like all like, you know, that's that 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 time in the NBA. It wasn't as like. Right now, I think we're in an era of like really woke. like. Hmm. Where the this is the well, woke. it's woke and like soft. Like everyone yeah. like like the refs call literally nothing. N- Nothing, and then they call stuff that everything. So, like, my favorite era is the big man era. So, like, you're looking at, like, Shaq, Hakeem Olajuwon, you know, all the big guys. And you got people like Michael Jordan, who's, like, the greatest player of all time. Yep. Destroying and getting fouled on every play. Yep. And it wouldn't even get called sometimes, you know? It it wouldn't happen. You wonder why... Russell Westbrook is the all-time. I'm pretty sure he's the all-time leader in uh, triple doubles. Yeah, it's because it's easy to get rebounds. It's easy nowadays. to get rebounds because you can't actually do anything in the right. post because you'll just get it'll be a foul. Right. It's right. crazy. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, and that's the way it was back then. I mean, you can get away with almost murder, <laughs> and they wouldn't call Dude. anything. People have done that. Look at look at Meta World Peace. Literally, I mean, he got suspended for like three games for going into the crowd and getting in a fist fight with a fan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what happened nowadays? He would get banned. He would get blacklisted. But no. Yeah. <laughs> Back yeah. then, the NBA was fun because they allowed stuff like that. Right, exactly. <laughs> well, it was like, look at uh, the uh, Los Angeles Lakers and, and, um, Bo- uh, and Celtics series. I mean, um, when... Um, 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 oh, Larry Bird? Yeah, with, the Larry, with Larry Bird and um, um, Magic Johnson, uh, that era. I yeah. mean, it was it was one of the games in like I think the '80s or something like that where uh, the the Lakers were like the showboats and they were out just running and gunning all the time and going up and down the court and dunking on the Celtics and the Celtics finally had enough and went um, one guy went up for for a Lakers guy went up for like a layup or a dunk uh, he got clotheslined and uh, fell to the ground yeah okay that happened then no ejection no flagrant. No nothing. It was just a hard foul. Right. Nowadays, that would have been a flagrant player ejected, probably suspended for a game or whatever. Um, oh, wow. The lights conveniently turned to yellow. I, I would have guessed purple, but but I kind of like the We're not yellow. talking about Kobe yet. That's uh, – No. Yeah. Well, see, R. now R. we are talking about Kobe. Yeah, we are. We are. So The, the greatest Laker of all time. Yes. Easily. Easily the greatest Laker of all time. 81, man. Um, 81. Rip to Kobe. Yeah. Um, I miss you. Uh, I grew up watching you. Um, 
I wish you were still here. And Gigi, uh, gone too soon. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I truly believe that Kobe was probably, like, if you're talking about the highest scoring game of all time, the reason Wilt Chamberlain had that was because no one could block him. No one could do anything against him. He was the tallest player in the NBA at the time. He was just too good. He was a man-child. Yeah. For his for his time. Yeah. Um, and then sticking with the All-Star, All-Star weekend, uh, Team Giannis beat Team LeBron in the All-Star game. Uh, 184 to 175. Mm-hmm. Um, someone from Utah said this was the worst basketball game ever played. It was. And I agree. Because. 84 to 175. The All-Star game has become the worst showing in NBA. It's I not hate, competitive. I hate, I hate everything about it. It's not competitive anymore. All it is is just, yo. Oh, who can score the highest? Who can score the highest? And back in the day, I mean. Okay, so here's the thing. Back in the day, this was for home home court advantage. Mm-hmm. What, what conference would have home court advantage? Mm-hmm. And and the games and the games were competitive. Why? Because the players wanted to play. Players don't want to play in this. Yeah, I wouldn't want to play in this. One eighty four to one seventy five. Get out! Well, of they're here. not playing defense. All no, it is is just it's just dunking. it's just the highlight reel for for offense. I mean, um, Damian Lillard. Hit a half court shot in the middle of the game. Yeah. In the middle of the game. Yeah. In any other game, his butt would be put on the bench if I was a coach. You pull up from half court with like five minutes to go. Unless you're LaMelo Ball. I don't I don't care who you are. You could beat Steph Curry for all I care. You're you're on the bench. I don't care if you make it. That's the dumb shot. And then back in the day. I mean, this, this, it was so competitive that people wanted to play, and I mean, you, it was like my, the Michael, the Jordan era, all all of that. Those games were so competitive. If you go back and watch them, dude, they were that they were about defense. Bulls Pacers, yes, that. Oh my! So, so now Reggie Miller. How how would you get the All Star Game competitive? I have my I have my idea. So you obviously so they don't fight over who gets the home game advantage first nope. anymore. Nope. You got to bring that back. Yep. Obviously, and then I also think you uh, add uh, maybe. Um, well, but that'd be a little much. Just gonna say draft draft pick uh process but mm-hmm. no i'm i just bring back the uh home game the uh first what do you got kenny i i saw this idea and i loved it team world versus team usa oh so team usa versus everyone who's not from the us so we got so basically like, so Luka, Luka, Luka Giannis, Giannis, um, other people like that, and then you've got Team USA: LeBron, Steph Curry, Damian Lillard, Jason Tatum, Donovan Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell. He's the those he, guys. he's now he he's in history as the third highest single game scorer in NBA history now. Yeah. 
So he, didn't he have seventy one? Yeah, seventy one. Seventy one points. He could have had eighty one. Rip but, Kobe. Rip Kobe, but yeah, seventy one points. Yeah, uh, that's man. that's disgusting. It's disgusting. Lee Good. Lee Good. Um. All right. Allegedly, Pat McAfee. Uh, is, this, is this blue? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. There you go. There we go. That's blue. That this is Colts blue. That's this is Colts, Colts blue. blue. We got Colts blue on because we're best talking, we're best talking. kicker. Yes. In best uh, kicker. Colts history, yep. debatably one of the best kickers in NFL history. Oh yeah. Um. He's close. Adam Vin- Adam Adam Vinatieri. Adam Vinatieri is number one. Uh, I would almost put Matt Pat McAfee number two. Well, except for <laughs> except for that one kicker back in the eighties, which oh, won yeah, MVP. Yeah. yeah. Because he was. He so I can't remember the guy's name, but he literally had no toes on his kicking foot, so his foot was flat. What? Yeah, do you not know that he had a special shoe? Search, search it up. It's oh, crazy. Oh, I, I, I'm searching this up. I'm, I am interested to know about this. It, this is, this is one of the things that. Da, a uh, Tom Dempsey. Tom. Okay. Yeah. The name sounds familiar. He uh, played for the Saints. I'm pretty okay. sure he won an MVP. I'm not sure. I can't remember. Um, no, okay. No, the guy. Okay, so no, the guy that won MVP was Mark uh, Mosley. Mosley. He won. He played for the uh, the Redskins or well, Commanders. But, um, no, but he was, that one guy was very good. And if you look at his foot, the the shoe he had, it was like a normal shoe. And then it's just no, like, front half, so it's flat. <laughs> and that's, I think, back when they used to kick with their toe instead of the side of their foot. So yeah. he had a straight advantage because it was like kicking with the side of his foot because it was flat. True. True. <laughs> Which they do kick with the tip of their foot now for certain kicks. Um, yeah. Certain types, but back to Pat McAfee. Yeah, Pat, back to allegedly Pat McAfee. Allegedly, um, he's being sued um, by Hall of Famer uh, Brett Favre uh, for defamation. Um, now you're asking, uh, what why, defa- Kenny? Why? Why? Yeah, why? Um, allegedly, allegedly, uh, why? Uh, Pat McAfee made comments about the welfare scandal. Allegedly in Mississippi, uh, involving Favre, um, again allegedly. Um, so f- um, Favre is accused of receiving 1.1 million uh, in federal funds for appearances never made. Allegedly. Allegedly, um, lawyers uh, want to quote bankrupt Pat McAfee. Uh, that is not allegedly. That is that is they. That's what they are out to do. Uh, because they said if he goes bankrupt, he will have learned his lesson. Hmm. Uh, Pat McAfee has nothing to worry about because he's not going to go bankrupt. Yeah. Um, and also, Shannon Sharp um, and Mississippi Auditor uh, Shad White are being sued as well for all of this. Hmm. Um, and this is to which uh, Pat McAfee put out a uh, video in response 
two. Allegedly. Um, uh, no, not allegedly. Uh, <laughs> being sued by Brett Favre for the alleged comments he made. Um, and Pat McAfee was adamant and um, very stern that he always used the word. Allegedly. In every comment he made about Brett Favre and involving the alleged scandal. Um, he replied to uh, Brett Favre <laughs> in five words. See you in court, pal. And that was during Super Bowl weekend. Um, and that leads us into uh, the end of the NFL season. Um, we unfor- you unfor- the, the listeners really didn't get a chance to listen to our picks for the Super Bowl. Let, let's go over our picks for the Super Bowl. Brady, what was your pick? Well, if you could see the shoes I'm wearing, they are the Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I can't remember the full names for them, but they're brand new. I bought them. Obviously, I went with my home. My, I want to say hometown. My favorite, the Kansas City Chiefs. I uh, said they're going to win 33-30. to 30, Okay. And, yeah. Uh, my I, I picked the Eagles to win. Um, only because, um, well, I, I, I was a, I was a fan and kind of still am of the Broncos, but, um, they are, they are trash now. Um, Broncos they do have, country. They do have, they do have Sean Payton as Let's their right. coach. Um, but until they get a quarterback, they're, well, Kenny, they have a quarterback. It's just he only plays good against the Kansas City Chiefs and then gets injured. So he plays any other team, trash. And then he puts up the best numbers he's had in two years against the Chiefs, which is so weird that he just plays amazing against the Chiefs. But Chiefs don't have a great pass defense, I wouldn't say. Well, they're working on it, but. Yeah, Russell Wilson was good in Seattle. Early Seattle. Later Seattle. Mm. Uh, we'll go, what? They made the Super Bowl. The year they won that 20, what, 2012 and 2013, and they went back-to-back. Mm-hmm. That's when. That was his prime. That he's never Brian been up Wilson. to that ever and again. And he's, he's never been the same since. He's got like the Rodgers curse where he just can't get yeah. past the second. He can't get past the championship. Right, right. Um, so I, I picked the Eagles in that game. Uh, I don't even think I gave a score because um, I really didn't care. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I, I will say, and I confirmed this with Brady uh, during the game as well, uh, I noticed that there were some people that I don't like uh, that were cheering for the Eagles. I, I will not say who they are, but they play in this league called the WNBA. And let's just say, um, and, and let's just say they probably should be in the NBA. Um, that's all I'm going to say. That's my hint for y- the listeners. And uh, this, I, I have to be honest. This person committed two things which are very treacherous. Now, the second most treacherous thing they did was 
take something illegal to a foreign country, which I will not mention. <laughs> and then the number one most treacherous thing this person ever did was say they could beat prime DeMarcus Cousins in a 1v1. That's the most disgusting thing I have ever heard from someone say. Yeah. Especially yeah. from this person. I'll let... Yeah. Not even allegedly. Not even allegedly. Straight up, just said it. Um, yeah, and this person was also involved in one of the worst trades in, in world, world history. history. <laughs> oh, we won't even. We get won't even get. You know who we're talking yeah, about. You, you, we've made enough comments to kind of throw you in the general direction of who we're talking about here. But I saw in a picture that th- uh, this person was cheering for the Eagles. In the fourth I, quarter, we in, saw this, and then Kenny yeah, immediately the switched. I, 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 I. Asked Brady if it was okay to switch my pick <laughs> to the Chiefs. Um, not because the Chiefs were coming back in the fourth quarter. It was only because I saw that and I was like, you know what? I need to change my pick. It's a must. Uh, so I picked. I went to uh, the Chiefs, um, and the Chiefs ended up winning. So you're welcome, by the way. Chiefs came um, back, but the Eagles, man, Jalen Hurts played his heart out. Oh, my gosh. That, he should have won. He should have won MVP. Mahomes didn't do good. Uh, he had 185 yeah. passing yards, I think. Hertz had like, like 200, two, 276. Yeah, it was close. plus he had yeah. 90 rushing yards. Yeah. Plus he had three touchdowns. Yep. two rushing touchdowns mm-hmm. by himself. Yeah. So that's that's MVP. Yeah, yeah, he played the he played his heart out. His yeah. his defense sucked. Yeah, but you have to understand that that Chiefs O line stepped up. They Mahomes didn't get sacked once. I was afraid because the Eagles had the best defense coming into this game in the NFL that they were going to come into this game and just do what the Buccaneers did to the Chiefs. But the Chiefs learned from what the Buccaneers mm. did. Mm. Yeah, it's kind of like the the Bengals. You know, they had that issue for a while where I mean, he still gets sacked a lot, but it's a lot less yeah. Burrow. Yeah, but. Yeah, that was that was a great game. That's gonna go down probably top five. That that was probably one of the best Super Bowls and in in this era. Controversial as it is, if you hold a player, if 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 it, it's better for it to be called than to not be called because you're taking an element out of the game, which is a rule that is set in place to stop stuff and stop players from playing that type of defense. Because I really do not like the 49ers because that's the defense they play. They play bully, they play bully defense where they get on you. And because, you know, when you're within five yards, you know, you can, you can, you know, touch, but they'll be 15 yards down the field and be grabbing jerseys and be grabbing people. I hate that type of defense. Mm. And that's what the Eagles were doing in the fourth quarter because they couldn't play. They had to switch to man because they couldn't, they couldn't, they couldn't play zone against the Chiefs. So they had to play close, tight coverage. And when you're getting smoked, you know, the only thing you can try to do is to try to get a hand out there and do that and just, yeah, it was one of those that, in the moment, it could have gone fifty-fifty. Yeah, could have. Mm-hmm. But when you look back at it, it's like, yeah, that just had to be called. When because you're looking, like, because okay, so he do- okay, so the flag doesn't get thrown. I don't. I don't think the Chiefs score because at that point, was weren't the Eagles up? At that point, no, the game was tied. The game was tied. Yeah, because well, what happened was is the game or. Yeah, 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 the game was tied. Yeah, because then they... Because then the Chiefs on the next play ran it and then took... Uh, then Because the player didn't score a touchdown. Right. 
they ran the clock, ran the clock, field and then, goal, and then field goal, and then nineteen set or uh, set like nine seconds, something, or whatever, and then, something stupid. Yeah, um, but there would have been a different game because it probably would have gone to overtime. It probably would have, and the new overtime rules would have been in place, right. so it would have given both teams a fair chance to win right. that game. And I think the Eagles come away with it. I think they do. Sadly, I love just, the Chiefs just because of Jalen Hurts. But the issue is. Travis Kelsey yes. in overtime. Yep. Liquidated against the Bills. Yeah. That's for sure. If Chiefs get the ball first, they're scoring. Yeah. They get the ball second, they're scoring. But if you get the ball first and you score, the coin flip is still a major advantage because if you score a touchdown first, that means if the other team still scores, you score it all next, you win the game. So... Did they fix the issue with the, you know, both teams not having a fair shot? Yes. But did it create another issue of, okay, well, now it's like up to whatever team just plays it smart? Yeah, because you can just, you know, do what the Ravens do and just clock the ball down at the middle of the field and then kick a 50-yard kick instead of trying to march it down more. Mm -hmm. End it there. Yeah. Instead of having your offense make a mistake and then oh we just lost the game right, and, and this is and the Super Bowl is also the difference and that mostly the playoffs are are different than regular season NFL yeah when the game goes to overtime I mean you're you're playing multiple overtimes for a winner and yeah. you're not you're not playing one overtime and at the end of the uh, uh, the one overtime it ends in a tie yeah I find that to be stupid in the NFL I think there should be no ties. Ties are stupid. Ties ruin the records ties, of teams. Ties ruin everything. Now, the only tie that I, I agreed with for this year in the NFL was Bills-Bengals. Mm-hmm. That was the only tie that I agreed with. That should have been the only tie for this year. Or if you really wanted to get deeper into it, I would have said, okay, once DeMar Hamlin gets healthy, play at a neutral site. Yep. Neutral game. Neutral game. I agree. Before the playoffs, that's a technical play-in game, but both – I think the Bills had a lock for the playoffs anyway, and so did the Bengals. Mm-hmm. So it really would have mattered. You're just playing for, what, seeding at that point? Yeah. Yeah. So I would have said – Well, because if the Bills won, they'd be tied with the Chiefs for the number one. That is true. That is true. Um. So, but yeah. Uh, it was it was a great it was a great Super Bowl Super Bowl Fifty Seven, um, um, and and the Chiefs won as we said thirty eight to thirty five. Uh, Eagles were up up by ten uh, at halftime, but the the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes said not today and uh, took the win. Um, and Patrick Mahomes comes. Becomes one of the first players since 1999. See if you can name the player to win the regular season MVP and Super Bowl MVP. Joey Montana, right? No. No? No. 1999. There's a movie about him. Oh, it's the Rams. Uh, yep. Rams. Uh, what's his name? He, uh, Kurt Warner. Yes, sir. Yeah. First player since Kurt Warner to do that. And he he was stocking shelves 
at a supermarket. Yep. Like two years before this, yep. and then he ended up in, um, what is it? The football. Uh, yeah, arena football. Arena football, which that is a different. That is fun to watch. Okay. Arena. Yes. That is like. Yeah, for our, for our listeners, watch watch on TV an arena football game. Mm-hmm. It is, it's not even half the size. It is right. three quarters the size. It's played on basically take a basketball court, throw uh, turf over that, right? Um, Goalposts that look absolutely horrendous. Yeah, stupid. Um, and. What the field only goes up to what forty yards, mm-hmm. and it's but it's not even forty yards. No, no, it's um, it, it's, it's thirty yards, it's thirty and ten yards yard end zones, and, and ten yeah, and ten yard end zones, and the fans are right on top of you. Mm-hmm. They can literally reach out and grab you. It's exactly. happened before, exactly. folks. Exactly. So watch an arena football game. That it it is just it is different. It is a different beast. Um, and the XFL has started. I've heard that's really fun. Um, also, X- XFL has started. Um, I know. Uh, let's see. The championship game is going to be played in San Antonio, Texas, mm. at the Alamo Dome. At the Alamo Bowl. Uh, Alamo. Yeah, Alamo Bowl. Yeah. Alamo Dome. No, it's the Alamo Dome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's some. It's one it's of those. Something. It's, it's one, one of those domes. It has Alamo in it. If you know what it is, you know what I'm talking about. It's not Alamoni, guys. It's Alamo. Alamo, yeah. Um, but the XFL, uh, I haven't watched any of the games. Um, I know a team. I think it's the San Antonio team. I think it's two and zero or three and zero or two and one. They're pretty good. Yeah, I've. Um, yeah, I've mainly just heard that it's like if you watch the NFL, but like people throwing punches and like really getting aggressive and playing really just like aggressive football. That's what the XFL is like. So it, it looks pretty interesting. Like last year, the XFL, I watched probably two games and was like, eh. Like the rule changes were interesting. Like the double, uh, you could do the the two forward pass or whatever to where you, if you throw a forward pass behind the line of scrimmage, then you can throw another forward pass, which was kind of interesting. Did you did you hear about that, Kenny? No. That's a rule. So if you throw a ball before, like, and it doesn't go, and the person catches it. Before the line of scrimmage, they can then throw it again. So you would get a lot of like weird um, plays where it'd be like everyone like misdirection, then they'd throw it, and then everyone would move towards that guy, and then he would throw it because their guys would become open. So like let's say if it's like a route that um, like a like a hook route or something, they would you know they would usually stay on their man, but because this guy has the ball, they'd expect them to run, so they come in. But then they just throw it. So you can't just all rush one player now if they're behind the line of scrimmage because now they can throw again. <laughs> but that's the same thing in regular football. If you throw a pass beyond the line of, that's behind the line of scrimmage, you can throw it again. No. No? No, you can't. If it's a forward pass, you cannot. Oh, a forward? Yeah, you a can do forward a forward pass. pass. That's beyond the line of scrimmage. That's behind the line of scrimmage. So, like, let's say if you, you like a gun formation, oh. throw it forward. The person can catch it and turn and throw it. Oh, again. Yeah, because that's a backward pass. If it's a backward it's a back- pass, well, because well, yeah, it's a flea flicker. So, like, let's say you hand it off. Throw it again. Yeah. But it has to be. It has to have that backward. 
mm-hmm. trajectory for you to do that. Yeah, but I in like the XFL, rule. you can do a forward pass. I like that rule. Yeah. I also saw they have a three-point conversion, too. Yeah. So that's uh, a uh, – it's farther back. It's at the 15 – or yeah, the 15-yard 15 15 line. line, I think, or 10-yard line. It's 15. It's 15, yeah. So – I like that. Also, they got rid of the whole kick return thing. Their kick returns are amazing. So the kicker lines up usually uh, they kick off from the forty-five. That mm-hmm. that hasn't changed. Right. What has changed is where people line up, mm-hmm. and it takes away from those concussive hits because mm-hmm. no one's going at full speed. Everyone's going at about seventy percent speed, which you might not think for a normal listener like, oh wow, seventy percent speed in the NFL. That's still a lot. No, no, it's a big difference because no one is going to be getting, you know, rocketed (laughs) Ed Reed speed. Yeah, no one. Yeah, no one's going to be going Ed Reed speed. Ed Reed speed is dangerous. Death. Ed Reed speed leads to CTE. Yep, CTE, man. Yes. And gone forever. Aaron Hernandez. Well, and, and with that, though, <laughs> we got to end it there because, oh, wow, I don't know. I don't even know how to come back from that. Um, anyway, thanks for listening to part two of episode four. Uh, I've never done a two-part series before. This is the first. Yeah, it was a little in- it's, it's, um, it's interesting. First part's definitely a lot longer than the second part. a little longer. Uh, this one probably took about uh, 20 minutes, but I'm going to cut this part out, by the way. Uh, but the first one took two hours and 20 minutes. Um, but thanks for joining us today, folks. Uh, join us again for episode five. Um, and until then, talk to you soon. Have a good night, everybody.
Turn it green cuz we're talking about another game. Yeah. This is the, well cuz like this is Like an- and bad at and good at the same time. Oh god, yeah. Proper colors. Proper colors for proper men. [laughs] [laughs] Drink proper twelve. Proper number twelve. Irish whiskey.
Uh, they're one and twelve after beating Georgia Tech in overtime January tenth. Um, and they've lost nineteen of twenty four. And they're five and nineteen since starting the season six and one. Basketball is not looking like Notre Dame's uh, sport right now, Kenny. Yeah. Uh, I'm still on the I will go to a men's basketball. Well, I can't go to a men's basketball game because there are no more home games. Well, right. there is one, actually. There is one home game left. Uh, I have the chance to go to it. Uh, if I if I do, I'm probably going to take a paper bag and I'm going to wear the paper bag and put it over my head. Like a Browns fan. Exactly. Um, this is the worst season I have ever seen. Uh, there is no try in this team. Mm-hmm. It's there's, just give up. There's no effort. There's no. There's, yeah, there's no, no heart in the exactly, game. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and so now Notre Dame overall is ten and nineteen, and they're two and sixteen uh, in conference play. Uh, conference being the ACC or Atlantic Coast Conference. Mm-hmm. Um, so they they are done for. They are picked to finish fifteenth, I think. Maybe fourteenth in the conference, and that's where that's their standing is going to be for the ACC tournament. Mm-hmm. So if they want to make it to the ACC championship, they've got to make four. They got to win four games in f- four games in four days. Not going to happen. No, no, because they're not even going to win one game. Right, they're going to lose all. Yeah, they're just going to lose yeah. uh, their remaining games. Um, are teams with a combined record of 42 and 16. Yeah. Uh, they play at home against Pitt. Uh, Pitt is, Pittsburgh is 21 and 8. And Pitt is just coming off a huge home win against Syracuse last night, uh, 99 to 82. And then they finished the season on the road against Clemson. And then Clemson just beat NC State on the road yesterday. 96 to 71. Wow. So I'm looking at a loss against Pittsburgh and a loss against Clemson. What say you? I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree, Kenny. Okay. You heard it here, folks. I agree with Kenny. Uh, Yeah. Um, the, uh, Notre Dame for sure is not making the NCAA tournament. Nope. Uh, they're not even making the NIT tournament. Nope. Uh, and they're not even making the lowly CBI tournament that no one even knows about but exists. Uh, to, to say the CBI tournament is the College Basketball Invitational. It is the um, dollar general version of the uh, NIT, and it's the uh, tournament that no Division One school wants to go to. So Notre Dame is not going to any postseason tournament mm-hmm. uh, besides the conference tournament because right. they have to. Right. Um, so they're they're done for. Um, Notre Dame is probably going to finish the season ten and twenty one, which is quite sad. It is honestly because. I feel like they have so much potential, but they just they don't put in the work. Simple as that. Uh, yeah, for sure, I agree. Um, they only go seven players deep on their bench, mm-hmm. um, which normally if you go seven players deep, you're not going to do very well. 
Uh, but Notre Dame has gotten away with it the past couple of years uh, only because they had uh, guys like the likes of Demetrius Jackson, Pat Connaughton, Jaron Grant, Steve Astoria, Zach August, mm-hmm. all of those guys, they put in the work in the offseason, and that's what got them to uh, the 2014-15 season when Notre Dame made the run to the Elite Eight mm-hmm. uh, and got cheated out of the game against Kentucky where they should have won. Right. And yes, that still pains me to say that Kentucky won that game because Kentucky was not the best team that game. No way. Notre Dame was. Yep. Um, and then the next year, they make a run to the Elite Eight again. Um, those were the two highlight years uh, for my era of Notre Dame basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to see them just tank yeah, like this is just flat-out ridiculous. The only high point in the years since um, the trips to the Elite Eight uh, was winning the Maui Invitational. Mm. Other than that, there's been no highlight. There's been only lowlights. Right. Um, And I guess the other highlight to come out of it is Mike Bray's done at Notre Dame at the end of the year. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. Um, But he's not done coaching uh, as per what he has said to reporters. He's just done. He's going to go and uh, burn down another team. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So he's going to be someone else's problem, not ours. BYU. Maybe. Um, But he's 48. He's 482 and 279 at Notre Dame. Uh, He surpassed uh, the legendary Richard Digger Phelps as the winningest Notre Dame men's basketball coach a few years ago. Um, And he's 581 and 330 overall. Um, Hmm. So I wish Mike Bray the best of luck. Uh, Don't let the door hit you on the way out of Notre Dame uh, because you ruined this basketball team. And uh, Jack Swarbrick, you also have a hand to play in this as well. But that is it. I am done talking about Notre Dame because I can't take enough. NBA. We got some news to catch up on. A lot of old news to catch up on. And some new news to catch up on. So, um, we're going to start trade. Kevin Durant got traded to Phoenix from Brooklyn. And uh, you can't see it, everyone, but we've got RGB lights uh, in the podcast room, and I just changed them to orange because I uh, saw this was coming. So. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Uh, we had green uh, for Notre Dame, um, and now we're going orange. I, I like it. I like the vibe. Um, and Kyrie Irving uh, also got traded from the Brooklyn Brooklyn Nets. Uh, he's going to the Dallas Mavericks. Um, the lights conveniently changed to the color of each team. So the lights got changed to orange for the Phoenix Suns. Um, then they got changed to blue for the uh, Dallas Mavericks. Uh, and Russell Westbrook uh, looked like he was getting traded to the Utah Jazz. No, the Jazz signed him for $47 million. Uh, they both agreed to a buyout of his contract. Um, and Russell Westbrook has now signed with the Clippers. Oh, wait, no. Uh, for this year. Mm. Mm. They're red, by the way. 
or white. Eh, we'll go red. Um, I was looking for. There's no black. Yeah, just, <laughs> just be dark. Just be off. <laughs> just turn it off. <laughs> um, but he signed for uh, the uh, pro uh, prorated veteran minimum of seven hundred and eighty four thousand nine hundred and fourteen. But he has wow. thirteen point two million left on his remaining contract for the season with the Jazz. So he's getting paid by the Jazz, but he's, he's not getting playing. paid for the Jazz. He's not playing for the Jazz, and he's also getting played by the Clippers. So he's basically pulling a Ben Simmons, except he's not even on the team that he's getting paid by mainly. Yes. So he's making right now. Uh, let's see, thirteen point two plus. Seven eighty four. Let's see, what was that? Nine fourteen. So he's making almost fourteen million. Wow. Um, So I I think the Clippers are going to be a good fit for him, and and it started off pretty good. I I saw. I think he had like fifteen seven seven fifteen to seventeen points uh, in game one, and like. 15 rebounds or something like that something something like that um he had a good first game with the clippers um and I, and I think it's going to be a good fit with uh Paul Paul George over there PG13 um, yeah I love that guy I've always liked him he's a good player right and there I, I've always I've always liked the clippers more than the lakers um I've never really liked the lakers at all um Except for when I watched the uh, thirty for thirty series, mm. um, when they covered the um, Celtics Lakers rivalry back in the seventies and eighties, um, and you want to talk about a rivalry in professional sports? Uh, that that was a rivalry in professional sports. I mean, those right. those teams never liked each other, hated each other. And still to this day, do not like each other. Yeah. Um, and then finally for trades, um, it's not really a trade, but Patrick Beverly, Pat mm. Bev, Patty signed, Bev signed a one-year contract with the Bulls. You don't even have to change color because we're, we're, we're still we're red, red, on red. Baby. Um, and he signed for a con uh, one-year. Eight hundred and one thousand six hundred fourteen dollar contract with the Bulls. Hmm. So they probably don't have much cap room. Or uh, yeah, they don't. I, I don't mean, think they have a lot of cap room left, especially with um, Lonzo Ball. Yeah, I think he's out for the rest of the year too. Yeah, with an injury it hurts um, the knee injury. I think. I think so. Yeah, I think a knee injury. Um, and I think he's tried to come back before. But he, you just can't. He came back too early, and it yeah. kind of got re-in. Yeah. Um, uh, so we'll stick in the NBA here. Yeah. Because um, All-Star season happened, what, this last week? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, this last, last week. Yeah, the last week. Um, so uh, Matt McClung, Mac McClung, mm-hmm. won the dunk contest. Yeah. Um, and he made in it. So I think... He made one hundred thousand dollars, I think. I think yeah. In that game, and he makes—I don't even think he makes a, a hundred. He makes 
200000 with his contract where he plays right now in mm-hmm. the what the G League. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he makes 200000 there. So he almost made his contract in the dunk contest. Yeah. Which is crazy. It's just crazy. And yet, the sad thing is G League players on average make more than WNBA players. That's a whole other thing. But to sum, to sum it up is WNBA is terrible. No one watches the WNBA. That's why they can't make as much money because they don't get brand deals. They don't get anything. You know, if the WNBA, like Shaq proposed, making the rim instead of ten foot, nine foot, because then women, like a lot more women, could dunk. Because you know, a lot of women can get up to nine feet. Yeah. They can't hit ten. There's a couple that can. Yeah. But that would make it a lot more interesting because one of the most interesting facts about basketball, especially professional, is seeing Giannis literally just obliterate someone in the post and yeah. dunking on him. Yeah. Like, that's just, that's, that's so enjoyable. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't like LeBron, but when LeBron, like, does some really nice dunk, it's like, that's that's interesting to watch. Yeah, uh, yeah. See now, see LeBron now is no, but LeBron Miami LeBron no no. Cleveland LeBron Cre- Cleveland LeBron Warriors versus his first his first stint with the Cavaliers. That LeBron. That LeBron different I like. beast. He was oh my gosh. And he was and he wasn't he wasn't as like crazy as he is now and like all like you know that's that 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 time in the NBA it wasn't as like right now I think we're in an era of like really woke. like hmm where the is this is the Well, it's woke. woke and like soft like everyone yeah. like like the refs call literally nothing nothing and then they call everything. stuff that everything. So like my favorite era is the big man era. So, like, you're looking at, like, Shaq, Hakeem Olajuwon, you know, all the big guys. And you got people like Michael Jordan, who's, like, the greatest player of all time. Yep. Destroying yep. and getting fouled on every play. Yep. And it wouldn't even get called sometimes, you right. know? It, it wouldn't happen. Because it's You basketball. wonder why Russell Westbrook is the all-time – I'm pretty sure he's the all-time leader in uh, triple doubles. Yeah. It's because it's easy to get rebounds. It's easy nowadays. to get rebounds because you can't actually do anything in the right. post because you'll just get it'll be a foul. Right. It's right. crazy. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, and that's the way it was back then. I mean, you can get away with almost murder, <laughs> and they wouldn't call Dude, anything. People have done that. Look at look at Meta World Peace. Literally, I mean, he got suspended for like three games for going into the crowd and getting in a fist fight with a fan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what happened nowadays? He would get banned. He would get blacklisted. But no. Yeah. <laughs> Back yeah. then, the NBA was fun because they allowed stuff like that. Right. Exactly. Well, it was like look at uh, the uh, Los Angeles Lakers and. and um, Bar- uh, Celtics series. I mean, um, when um, 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 oh, Larry Bird. Yeah, with the Larry with Larry Bird and um, um, Magic Johnson. Uh, that era. I yeah. mean, it was it was one of the games in like I think the eighties or something like that where, uh, the the Lakers were like the showboats and they were out just running and gunning all the time. 
and going up and down the court and dunking on the Celtics, and the Celtics finally had enough. And went, um, one guy went up for, for a Lakers guy, went up for like a layup or a dunk. Uh, he got clotheslined and uh, fell to the mm-hmm. ground. Yeah. Okay, that happened then. No ejection, no flagrant, no nothing. It was just a hard foul. Right. Nowadays, that would have been a flagrant, player ejected, probably suspended for a game or whatever. Um. Oh, wow, the lights conveniently turned to yellow. I, I would have guessed purple, but but I kind of like. The We're not yellow. talking about Kobe yet. That's uh, no. yeah. Well, see R. now R. we are talking about Kobe. Yeah, we are. We are. So the the greatest Laker of all time. Yes, easily. Easily the greatest Laker of all time. Eighty one man. Um, eighty one. Rip to Kobe. Yeah. Um, I miss you. Uh, I grew up watching you. Um, I wish you were still here. And Gigi, uh, gone too soon. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, I truly believe that Kobe was probably, like, if you're talking about the highest scoring game of all time, the reason Wilt Chamberlain had that was because no one could block him. No one could do anything against him. He was the tallest player in the NBA at the time. He was just too good. He was a man-child. Yeah. For his for his time. Yeah. Um, and then stick in with the All-Star, All-Star weekend. Uh, Team Giannis. Beat Team LeBron in the All Star game, uh, one eighty four to one seventy five. Mm-hmm. Um, someone from Utah said this was the worst basketball game ever played. It was, and I agree, because eighty four to one seventy five. The All Star game has become the worst showing in NBA. It's I not hate, competitive. I hate, I hate everything about it. It's not competitive anymore. All it is is just yo. Who can score the highest? Who can score the highest? And back in the day, I mean, okay, so here's the thing. Back in the day, this was for home home court advantage. Mm-hmm. What, what conference would have home court advantage? Mm-hmm. And and the games and the games were competitive. Why? Because the players wanted to play. Players don't want to play in this. Yeah. I wouldn't want to play in this. 184 to 175? Get out well, of here. Well, they're not playing defense. All no, it is is just, it's just dunking. It's just a highlight reel for, for offense. I mean – um, Damian Lillard hit a half court shot in the middle of the game. Yeah, in the middle of the game. Yeah. In any other game, his butt would be put on the bench if I was a coach. You pull up from half court with like five minutes to go. Unless you're Lamelo Ball. <laughs> I don't. I don't care who you are. You could be Steph Curry for all I care. You're you're on the bench. I don't care if you make it. That's the dumb shot. And then back in the day, I mean, th- th- it was so competitive that people wanted to play. And I mean, you, it was like my, the Michael, the Jordan era, all all of that. Those games were so competitive. If you go back and watch them, dude, they were the, they were about defense. Bulls Pacers, yes, that. Oh my! So, so now. Reggie Miller. How how would you get the All Star game competitive? I have my I have my idea. So you obviously so they don't fight over who gets the home game advantage nope. first anymore. Nope. You got to bring that back. Yep. Obviously, and then I also think you uh, add uh, maybe um, 
Well, but that would be a little much. It's going to say draft draft pick uh process but mm, no. no i'm i just bring back the uh home game the uh first what do you got kenny i i saw this idea and i loved it team world versus team usa oh so team usa versus everyone who's not from the u.s so we got so basically like, so Luka, Luka, Luka Giannis, Giannis, um, other people like that. And then you've got Team USA, LeBron, Steph Curry, Damian Lillard, Jason Tatum, Donovan Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell. He's the those guys. He, he's now he he's in history as the third highest single game scorer in NBA history now. Yeah. So he, didn't he have seventy one? Yeah, seventy one. Seventy one points. He could have had eighty one. Rip but, Kobe. Rip Kobe, but yeah, 71 points. Yeah, uh, that's man. that's disgusting. It's disgusting. Lee Good. Lee Good. Um, all right. Allegedly, Pat McAfee. <laughs> oh, is, this, is this blue? Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. There you go. There we go. That's blue. That This is Colts blue. That's this is Colts, Colts blue. blue. We got Colts blue on because we're Best. Talking- we're best talk- kicker yes. in best uh, kicker. Colts history. Yep. Debatably one of the best kickers in NFL history. Oh, yeah. Um, He's close. Adam, Ver- Adam, Adam Vinatieri. Adam Vinatieri is number one. Uh, I would almost put Matt- Pat McAfee number two. Well, except for, <laughs> except for that one kicker back in the 80s, which oh, won yeah, MVP. Yeah. Because he was – he. so I can't remember the guy's name, but he literally had no toes on his kicking foot. So his foot was flat. What? Yeah, do you not know that? He had a special shoe. Search, search it up. It's crazy. Oh, I'll, 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 I'm searching this up. I'm, I am interested to know about this. It, this is this is one of the things that... Do, uh, Tom Dempsey. Tom Dempsey. Yeah. The name sounds familiar. He uh, played for the Saints. I'm okay. pretty sure he won an MVP. I'm not sure. I can't remember. Yeah, okay. No, the guy. Okay, so no, the guy that won MVP was Mark uh, Mosley. Mosley. He won. He played for the uh, the Redskins or well, Commanders. But um, no, but he was that one guy was very good. And if you look at his foot, the the shoe he had, it was like a normal shoe. And then it's just no, like, front half, so it's flat. <laughs> and that's, I think, back when they used to kick with their toe oh, instead yeah, of yeah. Or the side of their the foot. Of the foot. So yeah. he had a straight advantage because it was like kicking with the side of his foot because it was flat. True. True. <laughs> Which they do kick with the tip of their foot now for certain kicks. Um, yeah. Certain types, but back to Pat McAfee. Yeah, Pat, back to allegedly himself. Pat McAfee. Allegedly. Um, he's being sued. Um, by Hall of Famer uh, Brett Favre uh, for defamation. Um, now you're asking, uh, what why, defa- Kenny? Why? Why? Yeah, why? Um, allegedly, allegedly, uh, why? Uh, Pat McAfee made comments about the welfare scandal allegedly in Mississippi uh, involving Favre. Um, again, allegedly. Um, 
So um, Favre is accused of receiving $1.1 million uh, in federal funds for appearances never made. Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, lawyers uh, want to, quote, bankrupt Pat McAfee. Uh, that is not allegedly. That is, that is they, that's what they are out to do. Uh, because they said if he goes bankrupt, he will have learned his lesson. Hmm. Uh, Pat McAfee has nothing to worry about because he's not going to go bankrupt. Yeah. Um, and also, Shannon Sharp um, and Mississippi Auditor uh, Shad White are being sued as well for all of this. Hmm. Um, and this is to which uh, Pat McAfee put out a uh, video in response to... Allegedly. Um, uh, no, not allegedly. Uh, <laughs> being sued by Brett Favre for the alleged comments he made. Um, and Pat McAfee was adamant and um, very stern that he always used the word. Allegedly. In every comment he made about Brett Favre and involving the alleged scandal. Um, he replied to uh, Brett Favre. <laughs> in five words. See you in court, pal. And that was during Super Bowl weekend. Um, and that leads us into uh, the end of the NFL season. Um, we unfor- you unfor- the, the listeners really didn't get a chance to listen to our picks for the Super Bowl. Let, let's go over our picks for the Super Bowl. Brady, what was your pick? Well, if you could see the shoes I'm wearing, they are the Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I can't remember the full names for them, but they're brand new. I bought them. Obviously, I went with my home. My, no, I want to say hometown. My favorite, the Kansas City Chiefs. I uh, said they're going to win 33-30. to 30. Okay. And, yeah. Uh, my I, I picked the Eagles to win. Um only because, um, well, I I I was a I was a fan and kind of still am of the Broncos, but um, they are they are trash now. Um, Broncos. They do have, country. They do have, they do have Sean Payton as Let's their head coach. Um, but until they get a quarterback, they're well, Kenny. They have a quarterback. It's just he only plays good against the Kansas City Chiefs and then gets injured. So he plays any other team, trash. And then he puts up the best numbers he's had in two years against the Chiefs, which is so weird that he just plays amazing against the Chiefs. But Chiefs don't have a great pass defense, I wouldn't say. Well, they're working on it. but Yeah, Russell Wilson was good in Seattle. Early Seattle. Later Seattle. Mm. Uh, we'll go what? They made the Super Bowl. The year they won back 20, what, 2012 and 2013, and they went back-to-back. Mm-hmm. That's when. That was his prime. That he's was never prime been up Wilson. to that ever and again. He's, he's never been the same since. He's got like the Rodgers curse where he just can't get yeah. past the second. He can't get past the championship. Right, right. Um, 
So I, I picked the Eagles in that game. Uh, I don't even think I gave a score because um, I really didn't care. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I, I will say, and I confirmed this with Brady uh, during the game as well, uh, I noticed that there were some people that I don't like uh, that were cheering for the Eagles. I, I will not say who they are, but they play in this league called the WNBA. And let's just say, um, and, and let's just say, they probably should be in the NBA. Um, that's all I'm gonna say. That's my hint for y- the listeners. And uh, this, I, I have to be honest. This person committed two things which are very treacherous. Now, the second most treacherous thing they did was take something illegal to a foreign country, which I will not mention. <laughs> And then the number one most treacherous thing this person ever did was say they could beat prime DeMarcus Cousins in a 1v1. That's the most disgusting thing I have ever heard from someone say. Yeah. Especially yeah. from this person. Alle- yeah. Not even allegedly. Not even allegedly. Straight up just said it. Um, yeah, and this person was also involved in one of the worst trades in, in world, world history. history. <laughs> oh, we won't even we get, won't even get You know who we're talking yeah, about. You, you We've made enough comments to kind of throw you in the general direction of who we're talking about here. But I saw in a picture that th- uh, this person was cheering for the Eagles. Um, in the fourth I, quarter, we in, saw this, and then Kenny yeah, immediately the quarter, switched. I, 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 I asked Brady if it was okay to switch my pick <laughs> to the Chiefs. Um, not because the Chiefs were coming back in the fourth quarter. It was only because I saw that, and I was like, you know what? I need to change my pick. It's a must uh, so I picked and went to uh, the Chiefs, um, and the Chiefs ended up winning. So you're welcome, by the way. Chiefs came um, back, but the Eagles, man, Jalen Hurts played his heart out. Oh my gosh, that, he should have won. He should have won MVP. Mahomes didn't do good. Uh, he had 185 yeah. passing yards, I think. Hurts had like like 200, two, 276. Yeah, it was plus close. he had yeah. 90 rushing yards. Yeah. Plus he had three touchdowns, yep. two rushing touchdowns mm-hmm. by himself. Yeah. So that's that's MVP. Yeah, yeah, he played the he played his heart out. His yeah. his defense sucked. Yeah, but you have to understand that that Chiefs O line stepped up. They Mahomes didn't get sacked once. I was afraid because the Eagles had the best defense coming into this game in the NFL that they were going to come into this game and just do what the Buccaneers did to the Chiefs. But the Chiefs learned from what the Buccaneers mm. did. Mm. Yes. It's kind of like the the Bengals, you know, they had that issue for a while where I mean, he still gets sacked a lot, but it's a lot less yeah. burrow. Yeah. But yeah, that was that was a great game. That's going to go down probably top 5. That that was probably one of the best Super Bowls and in in this era. Controversial as it is, if you hold a player, if 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 it, it's better for it to be called than to not be called because you're taking an element out of the game, which is a rule that is set in place to stop stuff and stop players from playing that type of defense. Because I really do not like the 49ers because that's the defense they play. Yeah. They play bully. They play bully defense where they get on you. And because you know when you're within five yards, you know you can t- you can you know touch. But they'll be 15 yards down the field and be grabbing jerseys and be grabbing people. I hate that type of defense. Mm. And that's what the Eagles were doing in the fourth quarter because they couldn't play. They had to switch to man because they couldn't they couldn't they couldn't play zone against the Chiefs. So they had to play close tight coverage. And when you're getting smoked, 
you know, the only thing you can try to do is to try to get a hand out there and do that and yeah. just yeah, it was one of those that in the moment it could have gone 50-50. Yeah. Could have. Mm-hmm. But when you look back at it, it's like, yeah, that just had to be called. When because you're looking like, cuz okay, so he do- okay, so the flag doesn't get thrown. I don't I don't think the Chiefs score. Cuz at that point was weren't the Eagles up at that point? No, the game was tied. The game was tied. Yeah, because well, what happened was is the game, or yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the game was. Tied. Yeah, because then they, because then the Chiefs on the next play ran it and then took, uh, then because the player didn't score a touchdown. Right, they ran the clock, and then ran the clock, field and then, goal, and then field goal, and then nineteen set or uh, set like nine seconds, something, or whatever, and then something stupid. Yeah, um. But it would have been a different game because it probably would have gone to overtime. It probably would have. And the new overtime rules would have been in place, right. so it would have given both teams a fair chance to win right. that game. And I think the Eagles come away with it. I think they do. Sadly, I love just, the Chiefs. Just because of Jalen Hurts. But the issue is Travis Kelsey yes. in overtime. Yep. Liquidated against the Bills. That's for sure. If Chiefs get the ball first, they're scoring. Yeah. They get the ball second, they're scoring. But if you get the ball first and you score, the coin flip is still a major advantage because if you score a touchdown first, that means if the other team still scores, you score it all next, you win the game. So did they fix the issue with the, you know, both teams not having a fair shot? Yes. But did it create another issue of, okay, well, now it's, like, up to whatever team just plays it smart? Yeah, because you can just, you know, do what the Ravens do and just clock the ball down at the middle of the field and then kick a 50-yard kick instead of trying to march it down more. Mm-hmm. End it there. Yeah. Instead of having your offense make a mistake and then, oh, we just lost the game. Right. And, and, this is, and the Super Bowl is also the difference – and that mostly the playoffs are are different than regular season NFL. Yeah. When the game goes to overtime, I mean, you're you're playing multiple overtimes for a winner. Yeah. You're not you're not playing one overtime and at the end of the uh, uh the one overtime it ends in a tie. Yeah. I find that to be stupid in the NFL. I think there should be no ties. Ties are stupid. Ties ruin the records ties, of teams. Ties ruin everything. Now, the only tie that I I agreed with for this year in the NFL was Bills Bengals. Mm-hmm. That was the only tie that I agreed with. That should have been the only tie for this year. Or if you really wanted to get deeper into it, I would have said, okay, once Demar Hamlin gets healthy, play at a neutral site. Yep. Neutral game. Neutral game. I agree. Before the playoffs, that's a technical play-in game, but. Both, I think the Bills had a lock for the playoffs anyway, and so did the Bengals. Mm-hmm. So it really would have mattered. You're just playing for what seating at that point. Yeah, yeah. So I would have said, well, because if the Bills won, they'd be tied with the Chiefs for the number one. That is true. That is true. Um. So, but yeah, uh, it was it was a great it was a great Super Bowl Super Bowl Fifty Seven. Um. Um. And the, and the Chiefs won, as we said, 38-35. to 35. Uh, Eagles were up, up by 10 uh, at halftime. But 
the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes said, not today, and uh, took the win. Um, and Patrick Mahomes comes becomes one of the first players since 1999, see if you can name the player, to win the regular season MVP and Super Bowl MVP. Joey Montana, right? No. No? No. 1999. There's a movie about him. Oh, it's the Rams. Uh, yep, Rams. Uh, what's his name? He, uh, Kurt Warner? Yes, sir. Yeah. First player since Kurt Warner to do that. And he he was stocking shelves at a supermarket. Yep. Like two years before this. Yep. And then he ended up in... Um, what is it? The football, uh, yeah, arena football, arena football, which that is a different, that is fun to watch. Okay. Arena. Yes. That is like, yeah, for, man. for our listeners, watch, watch on TV an arena football game. Mm-hmm. It is, it's not even half the size. It is right. three quarters the size. It's played on basically take a basketball court, throw, uh, turf over that. Right. Um, Goalposts that look absolutely horrendous. Yes, stupid. Um, and what the field only goes up to what forty yards? Mm-hmm. And it's but it's not even forty yards. No, no, it's um, it's it's thirty yards. It's thirty and ten yards. yard end zones and ten and ten yard end zones, and the fans are right on top of you. Mm-hmm. They can literally reach out and grab you. It's exactly. happened before, exactly. folks. Exactly. So watch an arena football game that it, it, it is just. It is different. It is a different beast. Um, and the XFL has started. I've heard that's really fun um, also. X- XFL has started. Um, I know, uh, let's see, the championship game is going to be played in San Antonio, Texas, mm. at the Alamo Dome. At the Alamo Bowl. Uh, Alamo. Yeah, Alamo Bowl. Yeah. Alamo Dome. No, it's the Alamo Dome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's some. It's one it's of those. Something. It's, it's one, one of those domes. It has Alamo in it. If you know what it is, you know what I'm talking about. It's not Alamoni, guys. It's Alamo. Yeah, Alamo, yeah. Um, but the XFL, uh, I haven't watched any of the games. Um, I know a team. I think it's the San Antonio team. I think it's two and zero or three and zero or two and one. They're pretty good. Yeah, I've. Um, yeah, I've mainly just heard that it's like if you watch the NFL, but like. People throwing punches and like really getting aggressive and playing really just like aggressive football. That's what the XFL is like. Yes. So it, it looks pretty interesting. Like last year, the XFL, I watched probably two games and was like, eh. Like the rule changes were interesting. Like the double, uh, you could do the the two forward pass or whatever to where you if you throw a forward pass behind the line of scrimmage. Then you can throw another forward pass, which was kind of interesting. Did you did you hear about that, Kenny? No. That's a rule. So if you throw a ball before, like, and it doesn't go, and the person catches it, it's before the line of scrimmage, they can then throw it again. So you would get a lot of like weird um, plays where it'd be like everyone like misdirection, and they'd throw it, and then everyone would move towards that guy, and then he would throw it because their guys would become open. So like, let's say if it's like a route that. Um, like a like a hook route or something, they would you know they would usually stay on their man, but because this guy has the ball, they'd expect them to run, so they come in, but then they just throw it. So you can't just all rush one player now. 
if they're behind the line of scrimmage because now they can throw again. <laughs> but they, that, that's the same thing in regular football. If you throw a pass beyond the line of, that's behind the line of scrimmage, you can't throw it again. No. No? No, you can't. If it's a forward pass, you cannot. Oh, a forward? Yeah, you a can do forward a forward pass. pass. That's beyond the line of scrimmage. That's behind the line of scrimmage. So, like, let's say if you, you like a gun formation, oh. throw it forward. The person can catch it and turn and throw it. Oh, again. Oh, yeah, because that's a backward pass. If it's a backward it's a ba- pass, because well, yeah, it's a flea flicker. So, like, let's say you hand it off. Throw it again. Yeah. But it has to be. It has to have that backward. Mm-hmm. Trajectory for you to do that. Yeah, but I in like the XFL, you can do a forward pass. I like that rule. Yeah. I also saw they have a three-point conversion too. Yeah. So that's uh, a. Uh, it's farther back. It's at the fifteen or yeah, the fifteen fifteen yard line. yard line, I think, or ten yard line. It's fifteen. It's fifteen. Yeah. So I like that. Also, they got rid of the whole kick return thing. Their kick returns are. Amazing. So the kicker lines up. Usually, uh, they kick off from the forty-five. That mm-hmm. that hasn't changed. Right. What has changed is where people line up, mm-hmm. and it takes away from those concussive hits because mm-hmm. no one's going at full speed. Everyone's going at about seventy percent speed, which you might not think for a normal listener. Like, oh wow, seventy percent speed in the NFL. That's still a lot. No. No, it's a big difference because no one is going to be getting you know rocketed. Ed Reed speed. Yeah, no one. Yeah, no one's gonna be going Ed Reed speed. Ed Reed speed is dangerous. Death. Ed Reed speed CT. leads to CTE. Yep, CTE, man. Yes. And gone okay. forever. Oh, Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> well, and, and with that, though, <laughs> we gotta end it there. Cause oh wow, I don't know. I don't even know how to come back from that. Um. Anyway, thanks for listening to part two of episode four. Uh, I've never done a two-part series before. This is a first. Yeah, it was a little. In- this is um, interesting. First part's definitely a lot longer than the second part. A little longer. Uh, this one probably took about uh, twenty minutes, but I'm going to cut this part out, by the way. Uh, but the first one took two hours and twenty minutes. Um, but thanks for joining us today, folks. Uh, join us again for episode five. Um, and until then. Talk to you soon. Have a good night, everybody. Hey, everyone. We hope you enjoyed the episode today. If you did, you should go check out the rest of our episodes on our website at ccflugnutspodcast.com. You can also listen to us wherever you find your podcasts. Follow us on our Facebook and Instagram pages by searching the Lugnuts Podcast Group. Thanks for listening. And remember, Jesus loves you. And so do we. we.